Are y'all ready for the word? Three people. Anybody ready for the word? All right, good. Amen. So get your Bibles out again and go to Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. I've had a lot of fun in the last few months, a couple of months now, preaching on who you are in Christ and the foundations of our faith, and now we're kind of moving on a little bit. Ephesians chapter 6. In the book of Ephesians, Paul is spending the first three chapters talking about who you are in Christ, what was done for you at Calvary. Chapter 5, talking about walking in love, wives submit to your husbands, husbands be nice to your wives, etc. Children, obey your parents. And finally, he gets down to 610. Now listen to this. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God so you'll be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You're not wrestling flesh and blood against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against a spiritual host of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. You'll be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand, stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And above all, take the shield of faith, which you are able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation, which is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Right now in Israel, Israel is at war. Israel does not want to be at war. They do not have a choice. They're at war because their enemies want to kill them. I don't know where you are in all your, all your news. They've offered the Palestinians their own state several times, which has rejected it. The Palestinians come back and said, we want all Jews dead and out of our country. Well, it's not their country. God never gave it, never gave it to them. He gave it to the Jewish people by covenant, by the word of God. Anyway, so in all that they have done to make peace, um, the Palestinians don't want peace. They just want to hate. So they're at the point right now where they've already come to the conclusion that they can't leave one um, Hamas guy alive or they will kill somebody. Think about the billions of dollars that they've spent not to, not to increase their way of life, but to make war. All those tunnels, billions of dollars. What, what kind of a community could you build with billions of dollars? They could have had a better way of life. They don't care about a better way of life. They're full of the devil. Now, I'm not in here talking about just politics. What I'm telling you is that they're at war whether they like it or not. And they will be at war until the Antichrist comes along and makes a peace treaty. And by the time he comes along, they're going to be going, by God, yes. And that's where it's headed. What's happening there will go all the way north. Um, D Damascus will be a complete ruinous heap before this thing's over. But they are in war. Period. How would you like to grow up knowing someone is trying to kill you every time you step out of your house? That's, what kind of hell is that? Now, what about you? Do you know that you have an enemy? 
Do you know in John 10, 10, he says, I came that you might have life, but, and the devil came that it, to steal, kill, and destroy. Most Christians are completely oblivious that there is somebody out there trying to kill you, destroy you, and mess your life up, whether you like it or not. During the festival in Israel, and they, they did something I don't agree with. They don't allow the people to arm themselves. They created that hell. Let them carry guns, dear God. But God gave you weapons and looked at you and said, you might want to suit up. Are y'all listening to me? I'm doing a better job of preaching than you're amen Every policeman who steps out of the house and goes on duty is aware that he's got to get a suit on. You, you need your uniform. You need your badge. You need your car. You need your Glock 17, 19, whichever one you prefer. You need a bulletproof vest because the line of work requires you to realize there are people out there that just don't like you and your badge. And in our military, in our military, there's men in the church here that are in the military. And when they go on base, they're in uniform. They are in a uniform. They may not like the color. They may not like the uniform, but they're going to have a uniform on whether they like it or not because they're in the military. And then when they step into a Humvee, they're not only going to have their, their uniform on, they're going to have a whole lot on because they want to live. And come home to their wife and children. They want to live. Our, our servicemen want to come home. Do you want to live? Do you want to live? You have to get your head out of the sand and realize that when the Bible says that, that you have an opponent, you have an enemy, Satan is your enemy, and he would do anything to kill you if he could. He can't unless you let him. Now, we're gonna, that's what we're going to talk about today. The average Christian, if I preach this sermon in most churches in Central Florida, it'll be the first time they ever heard a sermon on the devil. How do you go through life and never hear a sermon where Paul looked at you in the eyeball and said, you might want to suit up. Your adversary, the devil, like a roaring lion, is walking around looking for somebody to destroy and if you don't even know you have an enemy, good chance you're not going to live long. And people die all the time. Early. Sick. Broke. Life messed up. There's only, Satan cannot do anything in you without permission. Sometimes it's because you gave it to him, and sometimes it's because you're ignorant. But he has, he, he cannot violate your will. God cannot violate your will. Nobody's doing anything in you without your permission. But permission when you're ignorant is still permission. Amen. Come on, I'm preaching really good right now. I want to see your face next Sunday and next Sunday and next Sunday. And I want to see you till you get a good old ripe old age, 80, 90, 100, and then we'll just let you go home and be with Jesus. So does God. He doesn't want the devil in your life. He loves you. You're his child. So he put this in the Bible. Now, let me read it to you again. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God. What's a Roman soldier? He's a bad dude. 
And you know when he steps out there with that sword on and that shield on, he, he's, a, he's a killing machine. Not a good idea to cross him up. What do you think Satan looks at you and he sees you coming out, coming out of your house in the morning with the shield of faith on and the sword of the spirit and the helmet of salvation? He looks at you and goes, don't bother that guy right there. He'll kill you. <laughs> so we're going to learn today how to suit up. I'm not done because I won't get done today. I just can't get there's too much to cover. But before you're down, out of here, I'm going to teach you how to deal with this thug. Amen and then amen. Go to first, put, put, okay, I already quoted 1 Peter 5, 8. Go to 1 John 8, 5, 18. 1 John 5, 18. This is a powerful scripture. All my scriptures I read are powerful. All the scriptures are powerful. Everything I read is powerful. We know that whatever is born of God does not sin. That means it does not practice sin. If you're practicing sin, stop. He who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. It's possible to live on this planet and the devil never touch you. That's quite a revelation. Because some of y'all think that he's bigger than God and he can do what he wants to. He cannot. You are going to need, and I'm going to start this morning by teaching you how to keep that sorry dog off you off your family, and off your kids. But if you're not doing it on purpose, it's not getting done. Do you understand that? In the military, they make the men train for war. You need to learn to use a sword. You need to learn to use a shield. You need to learn to use the weapons of your warfare because there is Y'all get that? Okay. And the enemy is not the pastor. I say this all the time. I'm probably going to say it till Jesus returns. Turning the light on in the kitchen does not create roaches. Don't curse the light. It's not the problem. Get the soap out and a sponge and start scrubbing. You don't like where you are? Get the Word of God out and start scrubbing. Don't, 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 don't get mad at me. I'm your friend. I'm a, try, I'm a trying to be. You, you know how many people just flat don't like me? Because I'm so light. I'm bright. Ah! All right. He's a little off the chart. Okay. Ephesians 6 again. Go back to Ephesians 6. Let's read this. I can't keep bouncing around and losing my place. Ten. Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You put on... You put on. You put on the whole armor of God. You do it. You don't put it on, you don't have it on. If you don't know what it is. Listen to this statement. Ignorance is no excuse. 
you and I make choices. If you're ignorant, it was a choice. The devil can't make you do anything. Neither can God. Everything that's going on in your life right now, you allowed it, good and bad. And no condemnation, just make up your mind today, no more. Don't do it. I'm just say, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm going a different route in my life. If the devil can't enter, and God will not, then your future is bright when you decide that the Bible says, choose this day whom you will serve. You people, you people don't read your Bible. It's a choice. You people who don't go to church, that's a choice. The circumstances did not cause that. You did. The ones of you that don't fellowship with God, that's you. The devil didn't make you do it. I don't care what Flip Wilson and Eve said. Amen? So once you stop and go, I can have a better life. You can have a better life. You can start right now. Go, starting right now, I'm about done. That's when you were singing a while ago about the blood. Aren't you glad that we can screw it all up? Walk into church and say, Heavenly Father, wash me in the blood and leave today like you did no wrong. Glory to God. Thank you. You can't get that at Walmart. And you can't get it at the beach. I just need to go to the beach. No, you need to go to Jesus, then go to the beach. All right. All right. Okay. Colossians 2, 14. I think that's through 17. No, yeah, yeah. Having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, he took them out of the way and nailed it to the cross. There was a, there was a list that damned you, and Jesus nailed it to the cross. Yes. You're not under condemnation anymore. Now look at verse 19, 15. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them and triumphed over them in it. Jesus whipped Satan. He whipped him in the region of the damned and he rose from the dead and stripped him of all authority. So how is it he's ruling? He's a liar. That's it. All he's got in his favor is he's a liar. That's it. Now, people who are not born again, he is the Lord of their life. He can kill them anytime he wants to. But he can't kill you anytime he wants to. Or he would have. Now, think about this for a minute because the Bible says Satan is a liar and the father of it. Anytime he wants to mess you up, He's going to tell you a lie, and he can only enter you to the degree you're ignorant. Now, think about that for a minute. All you got to know to keep Satan at bay is for you to know the truth, and the truth would set you free. All of the things you're doing right now that are keeping you from reading your Bible and obeying God are worthless endeavors. The number one thing is to know the truth. Number one is to be born again and know truth. I don't care if you, I don't, listen, forget college until you know truth. 
If you have to, go to Karis or Rama for two years and then go to college. Don't go to college before because you'll be all screwed up when you come home. Everybody in there is a, you're paying for them to lie to your kids. And your kids don't know the lie from the truth and they're coming home their own drugs and, and they believe in woke and you're like, pray for me. No, I'm praying for you because you're dumb as a rock. All you had to do was, was, was put them in a place where they would know truth. And then when the lie came, they'd go, that's not true. That's a bunch of junk. A girl is a girl and a boy is a boy. And whacking something off doesn't turn him into a girl. I'm sorry, that just don't work. The Bible says in the last days, people will be moronis. That's Greek for moron. We have a few morons in the earth today. Some of them are in Washington, D.C. Amen. Okay. Wow. I've got to read my notes. Now go to Genesis chapter 1. Let's go, let's go, to Gen- let's go back to where it all began. I want you to understand your best days are ahead. Say, my best days are ahead. The days the devil whips me is over. Is over. Uh, Put that guy, he ain't ain't got nothing on me. Genesis 1.26, let's go. And God said, let's make man in our what? Are you serious? I want you to think about this for a minute. And not one animal did he make in his image. Man is as close to being like God as anything he ever created. Now, I'm going to say something else to you to blow your mind. You have his mind. And not an animal in the world ever made an airplane. I mean, about the best we've ever seen to make a nest or a beaver dam. I mean, that's pretty good for an animal. Or a dog to dig a hole. I mean, that's pretty, that's real. Catch a ball. Hey, catch a ball, Fido. <laughs> okay. But, but, but a human is made in the very image of God. And Jesus said, all things that you believe are possible. Yes. You want to fly? God will teach you how to fly. Yeah. You want to walk on water? Go down to Walmart, get some bottles of water, jump up on them, start walking around. No, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Now think about that. Let's make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them have what? Dominion. Satan doesn't have dominion. You still have the dominion of God. Now, in our society today, when you start talking to Christians like they're someone, you're frowned on. And if he made you in his image, you're awesome. There, God's never made a junky human. There's no second class, second rate human being. We might have standards, but God's standard is that you are so valuable sitting right here in this church. If you had been the only one that needed Jesus, he'd have gone to the cross for you. That's how valuable you are. You need to get a good image because Satan is not going to tell you that. When he came to Jesus and said, if (laughs) you're the son of God, Jesus went, 
I ain't ain't going down that road, yo-yo. Don't you either. He he said, let's make man in our image according to our likeness. Now, he's not just talking about his face looking like God. Spirit, soul, and body. Man is a spirit, has soul, lives in a body. Your spirit is like God's. Your soul is like God's. Your body is like God. God made you to be exactly like him. Man was made to live forever and never die. Man was made to have dominion over everything. He never made a bracelet. He just gave him gold. He never made a farm. He just gave him seeds. He never built a house for him. He just gave him wood. And he said, you want to do something? You get out there and you build a world. And, they, and man came along and built civilizations and, and, all kind, and boats and all kind of stuff. And now flying around in the moon and all kind of stuff. Man is an incredible creature. But he has one problem. He gets tangled up with a dumb fallen angel. Nothing Satan ever did benefited you at all. Nothing he ever told you, nothing you ever did and listened to him caused you to move forward. Nothing. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. Obeying the devil is just dumb. Now, you know, I have this problem with sin. One man came to, came to um, Jesse and said, I have a problem with lust. And he said, well, I can fix that. And he said, would you pray for me? He said, yes, let's go talk to your wife. <laughs> he said, don't tell her, don't tell her. He said, I'm going to tell her because you're fixing to quit. <laughs> honey, you'll quit when you want. Honey, this man's having a problem with lust. Let her take a frying pan to your head. You'll quit. Don't tell me you can't quit. You can quit anytime you by God want to quit. <laughs> Pick your feet up if it's getting too deep in this place. All right. Yeah, I'm doing good. Let them have dominion over the fish, over the birds, over the cattle, and over every creeping thing. Don't you, don't you think horses are cool? I mean, I, 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 Lisa and I have owned horses. She had a, an, an Arab and I had an Appaloosa, uh, um, as Appaloosa Arab. Cutting pony, good God, she cut on a dime, give you change. I love riding. Her and I have a dream one day to get out west and just find some place where there are no fences and just go ride. But isn't the coolest thing in the world that you can train a horse and there's a place in its mouth for you to put a bit? I mean, only God would have gone, mm, take those teeth out. They're going to need to put a bit in that horse's mouth. But that's, don't you think, it's just cool. It's just cool. And dogs, dogs, dogs really are fun. Some people wouldn't have a friend in the world if they didn't have a dog. Now, the ones of you that have cats, let me tell you something. You don't own cats. Cats own you. Say, fetch. They go, your cat ain't getting nothing for you. Come over and roll upside for you to pet him, and that's pretty much it. Okay, I done made some people mad. That's all right. That's all right. But he gave us dominion. You know, I've seen animals in the woods. I've seen where bears and deer walk by each other, and I, I was in the woods one day, and I watched a deer and a bobcat walk beside each other. Did you know the only time that deer and that bobcat get out of Dodge is when they see me? And they go, watch that guy. He has a steak that goes pow. Every animal on the earth knows who you are. 
The wild ones know who you are. Okay. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God he created him. Male and female he created he them, and God blessed them, and God said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. We've been given a job to do. Okay, let's look at another scripture. I'm trying to move on, so I don't... Chapter 2, verse 15. You don't have to go very far. And the Lord took... God took the man, put him in the garden, and said, tend it and keep it. Guard the garden. Why would he say that? Because somebody is going to try to come take it away. Did Adam guard it? No. I'm going to tell you why he didn't. And this is a little history on marriage. After God gave him a woman, remember, he brings her and she ain't got no clothes on. And his job assignment is to make babies. And Adam is going, this I can do. <laughs> I'm just reading the Bible to you. I'm not, I know that's embarrassing, y'all, but I mean, you're just reading the Bible to you. That's, your, that's what it says. And so here Eve comes up and is talking to the snake, and Adam is over there drooling on Eve. <laughs> He has forgotten all about garden, anything, baby. What do you want, baby? You want a tree? I'll get you a tree. It's been the downfall of a lot of men. That's all I'm going to say about marriage today. That's it. That's it for the marriage. Verse 17, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat it. And the day you eat it, you shall surely die. The word surely is the word dying. Dying, you shall die. Chapter 3, verse 1. The serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God said, pay attention. When you hear the words, did God say? Is that what the Bible said? Is that what it says? What does it say? You should know. The devil came to Jesus and said, did God say? And he went, yep. He couldn't trap him. Everything he said to Jesus, he went, nah, that's not what the word says. This is what the word says. And he left him because he couldn't trap him. Now think about that for a minute. Because when we get over there next week and we start talking about the full armor of God, every piece of equipment is the word. The sword is the word. The shield is the word. The breastplate is the word. The helmet is the word. The feet is the word. When you're rooted and grounded in the word of God, there's not a thing in the world the devil can do to you. Nothing. Think about that a minute. I would think that you would like me more than anybody on the planet. Because I'm the one every week walking in here going, what does the word say? Don't look at me and go, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know. We'll go find out. I'm not making fun of you. Well, kind of. Has God said, you shall not eat of the tree of the garden? The woman said to the serpent, you shall eat. You can eat of the tr fruit of the garden. But the fruit and the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you cannot eat it nor touch it. He, he didn't say that. But it would be better not to. 
God didn't say you couldn't touch the woman next door, but it's probably a good idea you don't. Never mind. Then the serpent said to the woman, you shall not surely die. Say lie. lie. He lied. Did this discourse work out for Adam and Eve's benefit? Never will. He's not coming to make your life better. He's coming to destroy it. And he's going to challenge this. Now, now, having said that, Jesus talked a lot about knowing the word. And I don't mean that you need to become a monk or a nun. It doesn't take a lot of time to learn enough Bible to put Satan on the run. It's not really that difficult. I mean, you can take 30 minutes every morning to pick your Bible up. And I've been made the righteousness of God. I'm blessed coming in. Abraham's blessings are mine. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You can learn scriptures. Yes, you can. All right. Now, let's go to, let's go to Mark 4. When they sold out to Satan, they gave Satan headship over them, not freedom. Selling out to Satan is not, you're not free. You are now in bondage. You're in slavery again. God does not put you in slavery. Satan puts you in slavery. I never know what God will do. Well, do you know what Satan will do? What, you're picking between a good God and a bad devil. Somebody wake up and smell the coffee. It has never done anybody any good to submit to the devil. Not a drop. Uh, listen, think about all the politicians right now with all their money. Spend it in hell. Folks, listen, I mean, I'm just being serious. If, if money is your big deal, take it to hell with you and buy yourself one glass of ice water. You cannot do that. How dumb can you get and still breathe? You, d- does George Soros not know he's going to die? Do the people starting a new world order not know they're going to die and go to hell? They're going to die and go to hell. And no matter what they did on the earth, trying to make a utopia, you dumb thing, you're not doing it, you're going to go to hell. That ought to be your highest priority. Don't go to hell. Duh, I'm not going to go to hell. Okay. Mark 4. Some of the things that are happening to you and I are happening... Because we've allowed it. You don't have to. That's what I was just reading. Now, we're going to talk about one more thing right now. What about the times that the devil is after you and you didn't do anything wrong? Is that possible? You bet it's possible. Some of you have been in war not of your making. You didn't make it. You just live in the earth. You, got, you fell in love with Jesus and all hell broke loose. Come on. Don't, don't, don't quit church because, because somebody ticked you off. You're as, you're as ugly as they are. Lighten up. Everybody in here is a sinner saved by grace. If you ever forget it, come talk to me. I'll help you remember. 
and one for God, you'd be on your way to hell also. Don't, don't get all the high and mighty. Ain't nobody the Pope. And even he's not saved. He is not a Christian. He'll go to hell when he dies. That's what I thought you were going to say. Mark 4. But what about the things that are happening in my life that are not me? I am obeying God. I am standing on the Word. I am praying in the Holy Ghost. Y'all ready to go? Or you want me to do this next week? Oh, you want this week? Okay. Well, I mean, I got time. I just want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I want you all out of here before the Baptist if you want to be. Because they'll be gone in 12 minutes. Exactly. Never mind. I'm, I'm Mark chapter 4, verse 35. On the same day when evening come, they said, let's cross over to the other side. These are fishermen. They know weather. They would not set out on a journey if it was dangerous. So apparently, all outward indications is that there is no danger. Let's cross the other side. And when they had left the multitude, they took along with them little boats as it was, and the other little boats went with them. And a great windstorm arose. It says in the Greek, a mega violent wind. Where is this mega wind coming from and why? From the devil. Let me ask you all a question before I poo on. Have you ever just had, for no reason, all hell break loose? And you're going, what? What? Could it be you have made an angel, a fallen angel, a little upset? Who wants to stop you? Let me tell you something. You get on fire for God, you have an X on your chest, and he will try to stop you. Do not be alarmed if you don't get in a mega windstorm from hell. Now, where is Jesus going? He's going to Gadara to cast a demon out of a demon-possessed man. What do you think the demon in the man thinks about Jesus coming over to cast him out? He don't like it. So before Jesus in the boat gets there, he's going to kill him. Satan came to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. All right, boy, I'm preaching y'all. I mean, y'all are, yeah, yeah, come on, y'all. Come on. A great windstorm arose and the waves beat in the boat so that it was filling up with water. Honey, that ain't a normal, it ain't, this ain't normal. And as he was in the stern, asleep, on a pillow, they woke him up, and these are men that are on this lake all the time. Teacher, don't you care we're perishing? Ah! Boat filling up with water. Boats full of water do not do well. Water outside boat, fine. Water in boat, not good. With 12 guys, 13 guys, that's not good. Jesus stood up. And rebuke the wind. Wind, shut up. Say dominion. Say dominion. Let me tell you something. Submit to God. Resist the devil. 
and he'll flee from you. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. As long as you're submitted to God, you have authority over all of the work of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm you. You're in the world. You're not of this world. But you have been given something very valuable and very precious. That is the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, and the authority over all the work of the enemy. Now, Jesus is standing up, and he's now going to talk to the water. Flatten out, baby. Wind, shut up. And it went. And the guys went, who are you? This is like not normal. What do you think Adam was like? How do y'all think Adam crossed rivers? He walked across them. I mean, think about this man made in the image of God that could tell you the name of every animal on the planet. That's not a dumb caveman. The people before the flood were very, 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 very smart. They're not a bunch of dummies. When the world told you one flat, big, sorry, good for nothing lie. Those pyramids they built, they don't have any idea how they move those rocks. And it wasn't UFOs, you dumb thing. It was people made in the image of God. Jesus brought you back to the place that Adam lost in the garden when he decided to sell out to the devil. And now you are back in a position where you have authority over that rat. You've got authority over all the work of the enemy. And he, he is, he's so afraid of you that if you resist him, he will run in terror from you. This is what the armor is for. When Satan knows that you know who you are, he will leave you alone. You come walking in with a sword and a shield and you you look like a warrior that just got through whacking somebody up. He'll go, leave that guy alone. Now, I will tell you this, and your denominational friends know who you are too. And they will leave you alone. Matter of fact, a lot of people will leave you alone. Well, that arrogant preacher down there at Word of Life Church, that's not arrogance. It's called faith. I'm not arrogant because I know who I am. And there was a great, that word great is mega. There was a mega calm. Now, 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 I don't have, what kind of time do I got? I hate that clock. I am doing good. anyway. So he goes over to the madman of Gadara, and, and the madman of Gadara comes out and worships him. How can somebody full of the devil worship? Because no matter how many devils you have, they cannot override your will. If you're screwed up to the max, you can submit to God and he'll deliver you. No devil in hell can override your will, and God can't override your will. You want free? Get free. Plead the blood and walk out free. All right. Now, let's go over. I got, well, I got a lot of scriptures, but I got to do this next one. Go to 2 Corinthians 10. Is this okay with y'all? All right. I'm trying to unload about six months' worth of sermon 
in about 50 minutes. And y'all have to just help me a little bit. I've already preached three complete different sermons this morning. And they're all good. Thank you, Megan. All right, okay. 2 Corinthians 10. Did I do that right? No, that was Nikki. They're all the same. They're both the same. Now look at what Paul is saying here. Verse 3. 2 Corinthians 10, 3. Though we walk in the flesh, we don't war. Say war. Does that mean you're in a war? You're in a war. If you don't like it, you're in a war. I don't want to be living at this time in history. But you are. Suicide would work. No, that won't work. Maybe put on the armor. Though we walk in the flesh, we don't walk on the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not natural. There's nothing natural you can do. They're mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing every what? Say thought. Say it again. Thought. Say thought. The battlefield is your mind. The battlefield is your mind. If he wants to take you captive, he's got to get in your head. To the degree you shut him out of your mind, you shut him out of your life, and you'll have a good life. But you've got to do something with your thinking. Yes. Got to think on good things. You got to think righteously. You say, I have a porn problem. No, you have a thinking problem. Yes. Don't feed the dog. When a dog comes around your house and you don't want him there, quit feeding him. The things you don't that are wrong, don't feed them. Put your phone down. Throw it in the garbage. Smash your computer with a baseball bat. Whatever you got to do, but don't feed the dog. All right, now listen. If that's all that it takes is for you to put on the mind of Christ, for you to think word, think right, think God, that's powerful. That's powerful. Knowing who you are. Some of you struggle. You have an identity problem. I mean, everybody told you you was ugly your whole life. You are stupid. Your mama told you you're stupid. Your teacher told you were stupid. And now you're running around trying to get over feeling like you're stupid. But if God made you, are you? You're not. You're a new creation. Old things have passed away. Everything is brand new. I am brand new. I've been made the very righteousness of God. Do y'all understand that? It's as simple as getting in the word of God and letting it become a mirror so it, re, it, it, it changes the way you think. Say that, just turn to your neighbor and say, that's good. Man, that's real good. Did you know I used to have an inferiority complex? I was also shy. You get in the word of God, you'll get over being shy. I read one day in the Bible, in Ephesians, I've been accepted in the beloved. If God likes me, I don't care what you think. 
And I'm walking around my room going, I must be someone. And then if you don't believe what God says about you, the fact that the devil attacks you should tell you that you're bothering him. You can't be a nobody and come under attacks from the devil. Casting down arguments, every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought in your head into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I'm going to try to close right now. I still got a lot more scriptures. How am I doing, brother? I like them shoes. I mean, you're as sharp as a tack. When you're looking good. You're Don't let the world define you when God already did. God put his stamp on you. That's all you need in life. I mean, people do dumb things to be accepted. Stop. I don't have to dress like a weirdo to be accepted. I ain't wearing no skinny jeans. Ain't a man in the world who needs to wear jeans he can't walk in. <laughs> you say you wear the baggy ones? Yeah, I do. I wear the baggy one. You say, well, I think they're ugly. I could care less what you think. I'm still wear suits. Don't care what people think. <laughs> Say, I, I am somebody. That's good. That's, that's, that's a powerful thing to say. You know, most people would never say something that, I wouldn't say that about myself. God did. He said, you're to love others as you love who? Some of y'all don't even like yourself. Why do, you, why do you people, if you're blonde, you want to be black-headed? Why do the people with black-headed want to be blonde? Why do the ones with curly hair want it straight? And why do the people with straight hair want it straight? I just want hair. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm, I can't go any further here. I got a lot more notes, and I don't have the time. Say the weapons of my warfare. I am in a war. It's a war I win. Now, I'm going to close with this. The armor he gave you was what Jesus wore when he walked this earth. It's been proven to work. The Bible says he's able to do exceeding abundantly. The armor you're wearing is a thousand times more powerful than a fallen demon. When you put it on, you will scare the spit out of the devil. That's a powerful thing, sir. Now, Mark will tell you this, Mark Hankins. Hardest thing to do with a Christian is to get them to confess who they are. Why not? Because until you hear yourself say it, you're never going to believe it. He has delivered me from all the authority of the devil and given to me the kingdom of the son of his love. What a powerful thing to say with your mouth. I am a brand new person. Everything old is gone. 
It doesn't exist anymore, Don Sharp. You have no past. Say it. I have no past. Everybody say, I have no past. Say his mercies are new every morning. Say, I'm blessed. Coming in. Going out. Hallelujah. Everything I put my hand on, it will prosper and be blessed. If God is for me, who could be against me? Woo! Jesus is Lord. Now, next week, we're going to get into the armor. But it's very, it's very important for you to understand for him to use a soldier. The soldier wasn't Christian, but he was a terror. And nobody messed with a Roman soldier unless you knew, you knew if you confronted him in the street, you were going to get your head cut off. Now, what he's trying to do is show you, you getting tired of the way your life is? Dress up like a Roman soldier and step out of your house. And every devil in hell look at you and go, just leave that guy right there alone. And then what happens when a whole group of them get together? They take cities. Oh, I got a lot to say. I have known Rhema graduates that went to one city alone. And in a year, the whole city had come to Jesus. Jim Zirkel went to Guatemala, and in five, ten years, every town was evangelized, and the president was a Christian. One, one Christian, full of God. What would have happened if two of them went? You scare the devil spitless. He don't like you, Robert. He don't like you. Anyway, I got it. Uh, y'all, can I finish this next week? Well, you, what? Mark Hankins is here? Should I let him preach? Mm, he's all right. <laughs> Turn to your neighbor and say, this is a good day. Father God, thank you for this morning. Thank you that we've learned who our enemy is, and we also learned he can't touch us. We can keep him completely out of our life. I pray that if there's anybody in this room right now that's allowed him in, they'll walk up here in a minute, get that under the blood, and walk out of here free. Amen. No reason to stay in bondage for any reason under the sun. And I give you praise and honor and glory in Jesus' name. And I said amen. We hope you enjoyed this message by Word of Life Church. We just wanted to let you know there's a lot more content on our website at wolapopka.com. From our YouTube channel, to our podcast, to our SoundCloud, and many more events. We also wanted to let you know that we love giving you these messages. And it helps us too that if you would love to give to the what we're doing, it helps keep all these messages free. You can just simply go to our website and click the big Give Now button. Or you can text... 407-955-5345. And remember, our pastor's vision is this. We grow Christians. So we thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.